Welcome into the Sportocracy. Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. It is a Tuesday morning of a short week. Thank God, because Jeremy's already just getting, he's getting, he's grinding that nerve. He's just trying. We've been doing Lou Holtz all day, and Lou Holtz is going to make an appearance in the show. I'm, oh, it's going to happen. I'm looking forward to it, but then again, I'm kind of not. Uh, <laughs> at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias, be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. We're glad you are along on the ride with us. And last night on Monday Night Football, Tommy Brady. Little Tommy. He sunk it once again. Little Tommy out there just doing stuff. Yeah, 27-24. The L.A. Rams uh, win by the field goal, so you were right on that. Uh, nobody should have been a uh, more than a field goal favorite in this game. I tried to tell you, <laughs> but, but you didn't listen to me. We, hey, at least we did finally get confirmation that, yes, indeed, primetime games are past Tom Brady's bedtime. Hey, uh, and he's very surly <laughs> after them. Just I don't want to shake hands with nobody. I want to go back to the locker room and put on my Ugg boots and go home. Right. Uh, the announcer is saying last night that, yeah, his routine is to get into bed at 9.15 every night. So <laughs> It uh, shows. <laughs> so we did get confirmation the primetime games are past Tom Brady's bedtime, and, uh, and he continued to show it last night. Uh, so this is a team that as long as they play on 1 and 4 o'clock on Sundays, they'll be fine. Yeah, you better hope you draw early slates in the playoffs. Yeah. Because, yikes. Well, it's not really going to matter because once it comes down to uh, – once it comes down to games that actually matter in the playoffs, those are all going to be in prime time. Those are so in that night time. That's, as, uh, that's apparently as far as 2020 Tom Brady can take you. Early game success, not so much in the night games. I was uh, thoroughly disappointed because the two interceptions that he threw last night were just god-awful. Awful. I mean, sailed him Chad aggressively. Henney, Chad Henney could have thrown better balls than that. I like how Chad Henney's your go-to of bad NFL quarterback. He's pretty bad. I mean, I didn't say he was good. Uh, Jared Garf, on the other hand, he was pretty good. He was. He was indeed. Uh, There's a whole lot of dink and dunk all night long from both of these teams. Nobody really stretched the field all that well. And I think Tom Brady's now in his last four games, like one and sixteen. On throws 20 yards down the field. Oh, he was one of nine with two picks last night on anything over 15 yards. Cause he's a dink and dunker. Yep. Uh, thankfully, though, you know, Antonio Brown. He's good at he's, football. He's, he's pretty good. He, he hasn't caught, really missed a step, which he, is he caught, bizarre to he me. He caught eight passes for 57 yards. He still looks good. And Chris Godwin had a hell of a touchdown catch. Yeah, that sunk me on the monkey knife fight last night. Yeah. Uh, the, the line on uh, on Antonio Brown yards was uh, 58 and a half. He got eight catches for 57 yards. Thanks. Appreciate you. I tried to tell you. <laughs> I tried to tell you, but you, you don't listen to me. I don't. I don't because there's, uh, to me, there was no rhyme or reason because I knew he was going to be heavily involved. I just didn't think it was going to be on, you know, two-yard slants. Yeah. Uh, your team has massive problems. Mm -hmm. And I think they all wear a stupid hat and glasses. Bruce Arians. Yeah, Bruce Arians is your problem. 
Bruce Arians cannot contour to what this team needs to be mm-hmm. because you need to be able to run the ball and you need to stop asking Tommy uh, to save you mm-hmm. because it doesn't seem to be going well. And your defense is not good. I don't know who told you they were good. They're not. They're good. They're real good against shitty teams. Mm-hmm. And when they play a good team, they look horrendous. Yes. That looked so tight. And I love the Todd Bowles love that ESPN just heaps on him. Yeah. I will tell you as a guy that watched the Todd Bowles defense for uh, what felt like four decades, he's not good at this. And, and, and it's laughable, laughable to me that people think he is. I mean, this is what he does. Oh, they're so athletic. They're so they, they can't tackle for one, mm-hmm. uh, and they can't cover all that well for two. No. That Robert Woods catch at the end of the first half was embarrassingly bad. I went back and watched the all twenty-two just to make sure I saw that the right way. The hundred percent. It was undisciplined, bad, 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 bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, I feel uh, uh, Glenn Hopper just said this, and I feel the need to repeat it. Uh, Leonard Fournette can't catch footballs And I'm really glad That after three damn years We finally had confirmation of that That I feel like you will finally agree with Yeah, yeah it's It, it wasn't good He had what, four drops in the game last night? Uh, he had a lot uh, He's always had stone hands mm-hmm. Everybody used to I, I got shit when we were doing a fantasy football show Of, oh Leonard Fournette Look how many passes he catches uh, Well they throw at him 43 times a game and nine times out of ten, his feet are bad, and his hands right. are horrendous. Right. So, just because he catches, uh, he he can catch eight passes in a game, he's going to go for thirty-five yards. It is a definitive no doubt that the best running back on that football team is Ronald Jones. Yes. No doubt. I mean, I, th- I think we can all be in agreement on that. We don't we don't agree on much in twenty twenty, but I think we can agree that Ronald Jones is the best running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it uh, wouldn't, you know, it, but it's that's the problem. It's easy to stop. It is easy to Ronald stop. Ronald Jones is not, he's not an elusive guy. No. He can hit the hole if it's there, but if it's not there, he's not one to create his own space. Well, here's the thing. Most guys can hit a hole if it's there. It's the procuring the hole that's so hard. Oops. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Feeling good today. It's been one of those mornings. Feel, uh, really right. good today. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was going to come in here all morose, like, oh, my team, Tom Brady. You, know, you rushed nah. 18 times for 42 yards. I'm not, what I, did you expect? I'm not really morose. It's actually, yes, last night played out exactly how I feared that it would. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm coming around to, yeah, okay, we're a playoff team. Yay. Yeah, that's, uh, what, I mean, that's what you are. Let's figure out how to be a fucking Super Bowl contender. You, you have an 84-year-old quarterback. Mm-hmm. You, you want to know how to be a Super Bowl contender? Don't have an 84-year-old quarterback whose bedtime is after Matlock. <laughs> right. You know, that's, and that's where you're at, and yep. there's really no fixing that. Nope. There is not. I don't know if it's uh, – and they even, they even switched up the schedule this week to try to, to try to fool Tom Brady's body into believing that it was earlier than it was. They practiced at night all week. Yeah, How'd that, that work? It didn't work. That didn't work out. That Doing stuff, <laughs> stuff and things. Sweet. Not so much. All right. I, honestly, uh-huh. you, you know, you've get you and Ron and all the Buccaneers fans have given me shit for being down on your Buccaneers. Yep. Can we be really honest about where you fall in in the NFC? Uh, yes. And, and for you, that would be 
about where we are, about the sixth best team in the league. You're five right now, and I don't think you're better than the Cardinals. So, you're going to have to catch a good matchup to, to win a playoff game. That's where you're at. Yep. And that's the best you're going to do because Seattle would beat the she-bus <laughs> right out of you. And I think the Cardinals would do. That's quite possible. Uh, the big hope is to get the number one wild card spot and get to face the NFC East team, whoever that be. <laughs> That's the goal. Well, I can tell you who that NFC East team's going to be. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? <laughs> not sold on it yet. Uh, okay, you tell me how it doesn't happen. There's, uh, because the Giants are not winning this division. Andy Dalton gets a hangnail. Uh, I, I don't care. I think honestly, are against, you fucking say, against you're the not schedule they're playing, try to tell me that Ben DiNucci. It'd is be Garrett Gilbert, not Ben DiNucci. But I, I, here's what I'm telling you: with Garrett Gilbert, they almost beat the Steelers. And have you looked at that schedule? I have. Seen For the schedule. love of Jesus, I think they play a junior college team between now and the end of the year. <laughs> like it, it just couldn't set up any better. Right. And Washington's is brutal, and Philadelphia's is worse. Yeah, they're gonna win this division. Okay, it's just a, just a question of: Are you willing to get on board with me, or are we gonna keep doing this song and dance? Of well, maybe the Eagles could win it, or maybe the Washington Football didn't. No, they can't. Cowboys. I want to see. How about them Cowboys? I need to see some sustained success before I'm gonna get on that bandwagon with you. They're all bad, uh, but I still think. The Dallas Cowboys are the third best team in that division. Uh, I disagree. And I really and – and I need you to show your work on that one. And uh, not that common core way. I need you to do it the way we were taught. Uh, really <laughs> extend that shit out. <laughs> <coughs> Don't Excuse choke me. and die. Excuse me. The Washington football team, I think, is better than the Dallas Cowboys. Their defense is markedly better. Uh, I believe in Alex Smith much more than I believe in Andy Dalton. And again, Andy Dalton has already missed time with an injury. Who knows if that's going to happen again. <coughs> and I'm not going to trust Garrett Gilbert. Uh, sadly enough, Garrett Gilbert might be the best. He might be the second best quarterback in this division. Just because I don't know how bad he sucks. I know how bad Daniel Jones is. Can I tell you a stat about Daniel Jones that I, st I, I had to look this up to confirm that this was true? Okay. Do you realize that the last game that Daniel Jones played was the first game he's played in the NFL where he didn't fumble? And it's only the second one where he didn't lose a fumble. That is unbelievably bad. That is. Like, shockingly bad. I had to go back. I literally went through game logs going, holy shit. He has fumbled in every game he's played. I love the Daniel Jones narrative. So he's almost he's, as bad as Cam. Uh, oh, Patrick, hold. I love you so much, but you're so wrong. You're not destroying Dallas on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and it's so cute that you think you are, but you're not. You're not going to do it because you can't score. Yep. You couldn't score on the Bengals. I don't think Who are an atrocity of a train wreck of a dumpster juice sewer water train wreck. And you couldn't score on them. I don't think they're destroying any. I was right there with you, with Washington, until you allowed the Cowboys to hang around and nobody could put enough distance in them for this sewer swill schedule to not catch up to you. And you didn't do it. Now you've all got three wins. We're all here. And how about them Cowboys? Mm -hmm. There is a potential for uh, for five more wins on that Cowboys. The Cowboys could go 8-8.
Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying they're gonna, but they could. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least. They, they play Baltimore, and that's the only one in this next stretch that gives them a threat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Sometimes the comments crack me yeah. up. So I'm not just sitting here laughing at, you know, I'm not watching a cartoon over here. Uh,. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. I got, I got so sidetracked, I don't even know what the hell we're talking about. We're talk, yeah. Oh, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure they don't beat the Ravens. Okay. I'm so... I am so overboard on the on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh-huh. They are going to get demolished on Thursday with Gus Edwards. When your best offensive weapon is Gus Edwards and you're playing the best team in the NFL, you are... Fucked by the fickle finger of fate. Yep. And I can't. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch it because I've had so many Ravens haters call me a moron over the years. And you know, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'll be wrong. I've been wrong. I've seen me be wrong. I'm not wrong about Lamar Jackson, and I've never been wrong about Lamar Jackson. And watching it play out in front of me like a Broadway musical is just super. It's just super. His main problem is he doesn't confuse anybody anymore. They all yeah. they all know the game plan. They all know what how he's going to try. Lamar to Jackson him. is close up magic. Yeah. He's that guy that hangs out at the library and goes, "Is this your card?" No, jackass. That's a seven of diamonds. I had the king of clubs. <laughs> Ta-da! Yeah, you're not wrong. Lamar Jackson is. Uh, I think the league has figured him out. Hundred percent. And now with a loss on Thursday. Well, here's the thing. It's, it's not that hard to figure out. There's a reason that no team in the NFL's run the Veer since 1965. And all of a sudden, John Harbaugh and and, and the Baltimore Ravens went, well, yep, we, ooh, yeah, we, yeah, we don't have, uh, yeah, we, we don't have any receivers. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I knew, Stephen, I knew he was going to say it. I knew that there's a Ravens fan that watches the show every day, and I love him dearly. Oh, Lamar Jackson's 28-9. Really look at the schedule of who he's beaten. He hasn't beaten but two good teams in his entire career. And in secret time, a lot of that was before we figured him out. And now we figured him out. This is like Michael Vick. Michael Vick looked like the, like he was going to be you know, Dan Marino for half a season. And then people figured out, oh, oh, wait. You make really bad decisions when we pressure you. So all we have to do is funnel you to the center. And that's exactly what teams are doing to Lamar Jackson now. All we have to do is keep you from getting to the edge. If you can't get to the edge, you can't beat me. Mm-hmm. And I understand he's better than Kyle Bowler. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> You're talking to a Jets fan, okay? We started Rick Myrer at one time. Okay. And Ray Lucas, who if he walked in here right now, I'm the only person in this room that would know who he is. But he's not the NFL MVP. No. Uh, that last season showed. Last season was an anomaly, is what you're saying. Uh, no, it was just we hadn't figured him out yet. He's the fastest guy on the field at all times. That is very difficult to figure out, especially when Marquise Brown was a real life, you know, was a real boy. Well, he turned back into a wooden puppet. Now he can't catch shit. <laughs> he couldn't catch coronavirus in the Florida State locker room. I had to wear the shirt because I felt bad about talking shit about my team yesterday. <laughs> Uh, Baltimore does have uh, the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Browns next. 
Well, they got three more wins at the end of the season. Oh, they're the I mean they're record. The their they're record's going to be fine. Right. The problem is, tell me who ma- who makes the playoffs in the AFC that they're going to beat. Because they're not winning this division. I mean, that we, that ship has long sailed. Right. But I mean, uh, tell me which which division winner they're beating. They beating the Colts. I'm going to go no, no because you can't run on them. Are uh, they beating the Bills? No. Are they beating the Steelers? No. no. Are they beating the Chiefs? No. No. Okay. And we're done. Yeah. And we're done. <laughs> uh, their be- their best hope would be. Uh, there's not yeah, one. They don't have. Their best hope is. Uh, I, I don't yeah, know what their best hope is. I don't think their best hope is Joe Falco decides he doesn't want to play for the Jets anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mean that. I, Joe, Fal- Joe Flacco's terrible. I was just trying to incite Ravens fans because it's fun for me. <laughs> Who are they going to surpass in the uh, – because right now they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. Right. So who do they surpass? No doubt they're going to make the who playoffs. Who falls out of the playoffs in the AFC? Is it the Titans, the Browns, or the, or the Raiders? I'm going to – God, the Browns' schedule's so bad. It's so easy. The Browns' schedule's so bad. and I mean, that's who it should be. It right. should be the Browns because they're awful. Right. But it's not going to be. I don't know, maybe the Titans? Could be the Titans, could be the Raiders. Could be the Raiders. The Raiders might be the best team to not make the playoffs this yeah, year. for sure. And the funny thing is, I think they would be dangerous if they got in. Yeah. I really do. I think the Raiders are the team nobody wants to play because they can score and Derek Carr's better than people think he is. That's the team nobody wants to see. They're Please let Baker Mayfield get in because we will demolish him. Oh, he blocked me on Twitter again, by the way. Depending on... (laughs) He unblocked me. He blocked me again. What did you do this time? I might have photoshopped a picture of his body next to that Hulu deep fake where you're supposed to be on the little father's body. And I went, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> and I photoshopped them and put them beside each other and barked again. Nice. I don't know how long it lasted, but it lasted for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Memories. I'm, l- I'm just looking at the Las Vegas Raiders schedule. They got the Falcons and the Jets coming up. Those are wins. Yeah. Yep. They got the Colts and the Chargers. Back to back, the Chargers will win. The Colts probably lost, and then they got the Dolphins and the Broncos to close it. Broncos probably win. Dolphins is gonna be close. I don't know that Tua Tonga Vailoa can shoot out with Derek Carr. I mean, if that gets into a God, poor Dolphins, and I think they're good too, and they're gonna miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird year. The bad is bad, and the good is good. Yeah. There's 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 super good. There's kind of good. There's pretty bad, and then there's poop sandwich. And, and and get guess where my team falls in? Yeah. We are the bread on the poop sandwich. Um, there's a possibility that it could come down to the tie break between Las Vegas and Baltimore. Well, Baltimore's making the playoffs. Okay. They're they're making the playoffs, but because they're going to lose like one game the rest of the year. I mean, I I laughably said they were going to lose to the Cowboys. They're not losing to the Cowboys. Yeah, I was, I was being funny. I was ironic. We don't even know that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I know sometimes I say things and it doesn't necessarily sound like I'm kidding, but I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. I was just saying, right now they're tied in the standings, and if it comes down to a tie at the end of it, the Vegas Raiders get the tiebreaker. So, Baltimore could be on the outside looking in. I'm not saying it's likely. God, and the Titans schedule sucks too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. God, it's going to take 10 wins to make the playoffs in the AFC, even with seven teams. 
because there is a whole layer of just god awful at the bottom of the AFC. Uh, the Cleveland Browns still have the Titans, the Ravens, and the Steelers to play. That's so three losses that puts it. Losses. Yeah, if they get three losses, no, that puts them at ten and six, and then you get into tiebreakers. And yeah, but they'd like be. That. They could be ten and six. Baltimore could be ten and six. Mm-hmm. Raiders could be ten and six. It's gonna be. It's 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 going to be an interesting uh, down the street. At least we have something to watch. Oh yeah. Week seventeen is gonna be pretty cool. Uh, agreed. There's gonna be a lot. You're gonna have a couple. You're gonna have a couple divisions on the line, no yeah. doubt. Uh, and, and you're probably gonna have. Five playoff spots to decide. Well, I mean, it could be it could be like last year where we came down to the last week of the season, and you know, Green Bay winning a game could be the difference between getting the six seed and getting yeah. the one seed. No, it's not going to be that. It's seed. not going to be that drastic. It was last year. I, I understand that, but it's not going to be that drastic this year. Okay. Uh, you just got. Well, I mean, right now you've got all these teams. New Orleans is ahead of the game uh, in the NFC by a game. Yep. And then you got the Rams, the Packers, the Seahawks, and the Bucks are all sitting there at seven wins. God, and then it's it just gets into doo doo water. I can see like the Steelers <laughs> and the Chiefs being like clinched, and then week seventeen we still don't have the playoff of everybody else that is right. where, where they'd be seated. The Cardinals are gonna end up being the seventh seed. And that is an atrocity for whoever winds up as the two. Yep. I like what you just said. You got all those seven win teams and then it's just doo doo water. With it, the oh, Cardinals <laughs> and the uh... <laughs> I was wondering how long it was gonna get you to Yeah, the duty water you. level starts at the Bears. And then get your Vikings. Yes. They're tons of fun. We're off, we, we said a prayer for the Vikings yesterday. Yeah. There. We we yeah, poured one they're, out they're, we, we poured one out for the Vikings yesterday. That shit that, that that's over. They're gone. Just yeah, no more. That's not even worth talking about. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You got you got the seven. You got the seven teams right, or you got six teams for the playoffs right now, and then you got whoever's going to win the NFC East, who unfortunately immediately goes to the four seed. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> but between the Eagles, the Giants, the Washington Football Team, and the Dallas Cowboys, whoever gets that uh, that first wild card slot. The Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs, and the Dallas Cowboys are going to get a home playoff game. Yep. I want you to think about that. When you tell me next year, we there's a reason we have divisions, uh, I, I, I'm, I want you to remember what I just said. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs, and the Cowboys are going to get a home playoff game. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Not good. Not good. This uh, coming up on Thursday, the big game of the night, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens obviously dealing with uh, – Dealing with COVID stuff, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins. They have the Rona. Both testing positive for the virus. So that means Gus Edwards is going to have to carry the ball for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and not just- going to be good. And Justice Hill. It's not going to be good. I-, I-, I see people clamoring for Gus Edwards. First of all, it's a one-week fix. Uh, two, you're trying to run against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Yep. Uh, I foresee a Steelers win, which means 11-0. and 0. Yep. Um, there's no chance in hell that the Washington football team can beat the Steelers, right? Why would they have to beat the Steelers? Because they play they them the other. next week. Oh, no. Okay, that's 12-0. and 0. Uh-huh. We got the Bills. 
Bills could beat them. Bills is probably so? where they beat them. You think the Bills could be the one loss? Yeah, that's probably because then they got the Bengals, the Colts, and the Browns. And they, there's that, three losable games in there. They're not going 16 and 0. I feel very sure. Okay. I keep looking at this and going, I'm not convinced that they won't run the table. I'm convinced. I know it's, of that. I know it's unlikely. It's obviously highly unlikely. It's hard to win every friggin' week in the NFL. But the Pittsburgh Steelers don't have that hard of a schedule coming up. They've got a couple of good teams on there. I, I agree with you. I think the Bills and the Colts are the two biggest opportunities for them to lose games. Yeah. But, um, you know, last night uh, made a, made an appearance on uh, the Sports Freaks on 570 WWNC, and, uh, you know, Brian Hall, our boss on ESPN Asheville, is a big Miami Dolphins fan. He's talking about uh, just, you know, we're just waiting for the moment when we can pop the corks on the champagne bottles for that 1973 perfect season team. I want somebody to go undefeated and just I so I never him, have to hear that Exactly. Again. Again. And I told him, uh, that might be one that you have to wait till February for. Because I, I don't, think don't it's gonna know. I, I don't You're know. You're just going to get got. There's too many good. There's three yeah. playoff teams left on the schedule. Yeah. You're going to get caught at some point. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to be this week. No. No Ingram, no J.K. Dobbins. It's, it's just not going to be this week. Right. It's just the way it is. And the bad thing is we have three bad games on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's the most normal thing we've had all year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Detroit Lions are bad, and they're going to play on Thanksgiving. And the Dallas Cowboys are bad, and they're going to play on Thanksgiving. And then we have a primetime game that's okay. It was supposed to be good. It was supposed it was to be great. To be. And it's, you know, it's, it's okay. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> We also got a big matchup this week, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's not a big matchup. It That's going to be tank cries a lot. It is. Oh, boy. I'm sorry for you. I, I, <laughs> I don't feel great about it. Don't feel great about it. The only saving graces is 4 o'clock game. Yeah, Tommy so. Touchdowns Part 12, tank cries a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't see either of the two teams at the top of the AFC taking a step back this week. No. I don't see anybody beating those two teams except each other. Yeah. Kansas City's just really damn but good. I just don't see anybody beating them, period. I don't see how you stop them. Yeah. You know, I look at Kansas City and go, how are you going to stop this team? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, look what they did to the Raiders. I, I mean, I understand the Raiders were in it, but that's without Sammy Watkins. Mecole Hardman was an afterthought. It was basically Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. And that's enough to beat one of the better offensive teams in the league. They're just really, really, really good. No defense has figured out how to stop Travis Kelsey. Like, no, and they're not going to. It's not, it's not possible. You don't have any – there is no way on defense uh, to really stop Travis Kelsey. You don't – I don't think there's a man created on this planet yeah. that can guard Travis Kelsey. Thor, God of Thunder. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he needs his hammer. Right. Without his hammer, I don't buy Thor. I mean, he's just, it, it, that's the thing, is that you have one you have the fastest receiver in the NFL, two more that are in the top probably five or ten, and you got Travis Kelsey, who is probably the most indefensible individual position player in the NFL. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need somebody with the skills of Darrell Revis. Can we just go straight the to them and the Steelers in the AFC Championship yeah. game? Can we just sure. skip all the other bullshit just to make sure that nothing <laughs> screws this up? Because I really want to see this happen. <laughs> 
Yeah, you have to build a cyborg, uh, basically, to stop <laughs> Travis Kelsey. You need somebody who has the skills of Darrell Revis and the body of Der- Derrick Henry. Right. And you, <laughs> those guys just don't exist. Nope. Um, I mean, are there, are there things that the Pittsburgh Steelers need to work on? Because They're 10 and 0, so I'm going to go no, with no. But, no, but what I'm saying is we look at this. Every, I think pretty much most of us believe that Kansas City is the best team. Arguable. Right. It, it, exactly. But we all agree that it's going to come down to them to the, or them to them to to them. It's going to come down to them too, and yeah. they have the championship game. Yep. yep. Uh, it's going to come down to those two teams in the AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. I like the Kansas City Chiefs in that game. What does Pittsburgh? I don't know. How, 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 we've never, we've just never seen Pat Mahomes against a against a pass rush like that. Mm-hmm. We got Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt and 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 Hayward up the middle and all the guys that they can throw at you. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a different game. They have to harass Pat Mahomes. I mean, and we have to get there. You know, that's the that's the other part of this. With this many teams in the playoffs, you know, whoever's the two, which is currently looking like it's going to be Kansas City, mm-hmm. is not going to get a bye, which is stupid. So. Stupid. I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm gonna say that every week until it becomes just normal. Right. Um, and, and I think that plays into it. I, I think having to play that extra game is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And well, especially if you have to play a team that you've already uh, you've already played close twice and lost to once. Yeah. Because uh, right now it'd be the it'd be the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, and, and, it, and, and it Raiders. very well could be. You know, it wouldn't shock me in the least. I, I just think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think it's stupid that people keep telling me that Ohio State's one of the four best teams in college football. It's stupid! <laughs> they haven't beaten anybody! God, it makes me so angry. I've listened to this shit for, for like 48 hours now. Like, you've you played a max schedule. Stop that. Stop it. You still have several weeks of that, you know, right? Uh, yeah, and, and it doesn't get any better. No. Like, like, nothing's going to change with Ohio State mm-hmm. for, for me in the next... Three weeks. And nothing's going to change for Ohio State for the voters either. No. But it thing. should. But it should. If, if we're doing this, the, the, the college football play, playoff poll comes, the first poll comes out tonight. And there's almost no way it's not going to piss me off to the end of the world. But almost no way. I've broken this down every way I can think about it. And there's almost no way that I'm not going to come in here tomorrow and just swear <laughs> for an hour. Because it's going to be stupid. You watch Ohio State, it'll be like two. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I will I lose my mind if they're two. <laughs> no, Alabama one, Ohio State two, Notre Dame and Clemson in the yeah. top four. That's who the top four is going to be. Right. And it's just going to drive me. And you're going to have Texas A&M and Florida ahead of Cincinnati and BYU. I think the poll, the, the college football poll is going to look, the playoff poll is going to look a lot like the AP top 25. And it's going to make me so angry. Because it shouldn't. It shouldn't. If going undefeated and winning your conference and all this other shit matters the way you say it does, then Cincinnati and BYU should be five and six. Yes. Yeah, but that only matters when it's a respected conference. The Big Ten's worse! Oh, and it's not even close! I'm not disagreeing with you, but it's they're not power five I don't care about the name. If you're telling me right now we did the 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 American Big Ten Challenge. They would beat the Big Ten to death. I mean, it would be disgusting how bad they would beat them. I mean, really, look at the conference and look at the two conferences and tell me which one's better. And you know I'm right. Mm-hmm. I do. 
I know you're right. But you know, I get Cincinnati, Tulsa, SMU, Memphis, and Central Florida in the American. Mm-hmm. Central Florida is the fifth best team in the American. Who's the fifth best team in the Big Ten? I'll wait. I'll, I'll give you the – I don't think Wisconsin's any good. I don't think Northwestern's all that good. I think Indiana's a little overrated, and, and Ohio State sure is hell overrated. Mm-hmm. Who's five? Who is it? Is it Iowa? Or Michigan? Because that's who you're competing with. Or Purdue? I get UCF, you get Purdue. How bad do you think this is going to go? They'll score 70 on them just out of spite. And yet because, oh, the Big Ten's a a Power 5 conference. No, it's not. It's not a Power 5 conference anymore. And we need to – at some point we have to wrap our heads around the fact that – the Americans of the world are as deep as the Big Ten is and are as deep as the Pac-12 is. The, for as bad as I think they'd beat the Pac- or the Big Ten, I think they'd beat the Pac-12 worse. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way, same way about the Sun Belt. This group of five power five bullshit is ridiculous. I mean, for the love of God, look at the look at the, 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 the what, what was it Ronald Reagan used to say? Uh, judge someone by the merit of their character? Uh, mm, okay. Ohio State's best win is going to be Indiana. And for the love of God, if they lose two more games to the, to the end of the year, that schedule is going to be horrendous. I mean, it will be FCS quality, mm-hmm. Mountain West quality. You won't have beaten a team. You'll have beaten one team that's over 500. There is a absolute path that Ohio State has one win over a team that's over 500. And it's disgusting. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, winning your conference matters and who you play matters and – and, and and yet you let the Big Ten, oh, we're just not going to play football because Kevin Warren's a schmuck that thinks he's smarter than anybody in the world. And then Ohio State just gets to come in here and play a bunch of nobodies, and we're just going to force feed them to Alabama? Cool. Tell me again how much better this playoff is than the BCS. Yeah. You fought for it for 100 years. Now you got it. You tell me it's better. Mm-hmm. Straight up, you tell me it's better. I have to watch Ohio State and Notre Dame get just – Lawn mode by Clemson and Alabama. Well, the BCS would have given me that directly. Yep. And that's the two best teams in the country, and it's not close. <clears throat> it's not even debatable, in yeah. my opinion. But if you're going to add two more teams into it, at least add two teams that have some merit to their character. Right. BYU has played a better schedule than, than Ohio State, and it's not close. Yeah, sure. It's not even vaguely close. And they can add one more, too. Yeah. I mean, BYU can still go, hey, uh, you know, we want to play Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. That's the oh, big one. That's the big one that. that they're talking yeah. about right now. Please do that because they have boat race Oregon, and I want it to happen so bad I can stand it. Well, if they do that, they beat Oregon. They definitely. Them yeah. the but they still won't. Yeah, but they still won't. We all know it. Yeah. If, oh, yeah. if Ohio State runs the table of this shitty schedule, yeah. in spite of the fact they looked bad in the only game that they'll be challenged in all right. year, we'll still just go, oh, it's Ohio State. We believe in their talent. And then they'll play Clemson and get beat by 60. 60. I just love hearing my words come out of his mouth. Yeah. That's because <laughs> that's what I've been saying since this whole thing started. Ohio State is getting the the royal treatment. They always because they're Ohio they State. Always have. Of course. And I got news for you. Have. That team's not good and that defense is awful. Yeah. I don't care how many NFL players they have on it. I don't care. Yeah. It's about you just let Michael Penix Jr. throw for five hundred yards on you. Right. Mm-hmm. You took a game that you should have easily put away and you made it a game. And this was your one shot for style points. This was it. You don't have anything else. And you didn't show well. And so for me, yeah, if if I'm putting the poll out today, you know, I'm in the room. I am beating the table for Cincinnati, and I'm beating the table for BYU. 
If they're not two of them are in the top six, there's something that's seriously wrong. They won't be. I, I'll go ahead and tell you they're not going to be. I, I won't be shocked if they're further down than I think they are. I, and I've, I've entertained that thought, too, of who could pass them. And Oregon is one of them. And if Oregon's ahead of those two teams, I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. <laughs> I'm going to come on this show and say things that might get me arrested. Because I'm... <laughs> right. It's, oh, it just drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, this I, is so easy to figure out. I think they're probably they're they're probably in seven and eight, and they're stuck there. Probably, yeah. yeah. And they might be lower than that. I'm telling you, Oregon could be ahead of them, and it wouldn't shock me, in spite of the fact they've looked like shit twice. Now, in a couple of weeks, that could be completely different, and they could get. How's it going to be different? You, 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 I mean, tell me what's going to happen. Alabama's not losing a game. We all know it. No. Alabama's not losing a game, and they're going to boat race Florida in the SEC title game. Mm-hmm. All right, so Florida goes away. Yep. A&M would have to lose a game, or they're going to be a one-loss team in the what is it, the SEC West. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a one-loss team in the SEC West that's been ahead of BYU and been ahead of Cincinnati the whole time. And you're telling me you think one of them is going to jump them? No way. Yeah. I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and who are they going to lose to? LSU, Auburn, Tennessee. That's what they have left. That's two ass kickings and one that might stay closer than it should. That's it. So I mean, you're going to have what eight and one Texas A&M. They might they may add a, a tenth game there during the SEC title game. Right. All right. You got nine and one Texas A&M, whose one loss was getting the shit beat out of them by Alabama. Mm-hmm. They're going to get in over BYU and over Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, to the merit of my argument, they have a better win than either of the two of them do. So if you're so if I can't speak out of both sides of my mouth and say that you know it matters who you play. But A&M beat Florida. I, I can't say that and say, well, BYU schedule is so much better. No, it's yeah. deeper. I'm not saying it's honestly better. Uh, and, you know, A&M's just not going to win their conference. Mm-hmm. So, you know, does that matter as much as you say it does? Or are you just blowing smoke up our ass, as I have said you are forever? <sighs> that was very cathartic and it felt nice. Yeah. And when uh, North Carolina beats Notre Dame on Friday, it's going to throw the whole thing into pandelirium. It's going <laughs> to be complete chaos. Uh, did you? And, did you? Did you? That does did, happen. you did you happen to see what Notre Dame announced yesterday? Oh, oh God! What did they announce? Two of the starting offensive linemen are not going to play against North Carolina. Oh. And one of them is the best offensive lineman on the team. Not saying, you know. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, this is going to be a shootout. We all already know this. Yep. And now you don't have all your ponies. And I'm just saying Carolina's only a four and a half point dog, so Vegas is trying their damnedest to tell you something. This game opened as a seven and a half point spread. Yep. Does that shock you how low that is? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go. You know why? Because <laughs> Vegas is trying to tell you something. Yeah. And then the smarts who bet in the in the beginning of the week and right before kickoff push this down three points in a day. That's people like me going, I, I already know how this is going to go. I get You get Ian Book, I get Sam Howell, and we're going to shoot out. That's the way this is going to go. Because you're not going to stop them, period. That offense is too damn good. Carolina's offense is insane. And you get Ian Book, and I get Sam Howell. You're bringing, bringing a knife to a gunfight. And it will break Notre Dame, and I'm here for it. Over under. I'm here just to open up the fourth spot in this damn playoff so it's not freaking Notre Dame. Over under 74. 
in that game. Oh, God, oh. over. Jesus, over. <laughs> they might be over in the first half. Over I mean, it might be 35-35 at halftime. It wouldn't yeah. shock me in the least. Because wow. Carolina can't stop a nosebleed with a roll of paper towels. And, frankly, I don't think anybody can stop Carolina from scoring points. Mm -hmm. Carolina's going to score points one or the other. It's just a question of can they stop you one or two times yeah. uh, to make up for you know any interceptions that yep. Sam Howell throws. Yeah. Yep. That's my you. favorite pick of the week, and I cannot say it enough times in the three shows we do this week. The three days we do shows this week, I swear to you, I'm going to say Carolina's going to beat Notre Dame and every one of them. Yeah. Yep. Just to make sure that everybody knows I said it. And if I'm wrong, I'll come on here and go, whoops, woohoo, whoops. I'll take it. But I don't think I'm going to be. Uh, is that uh, is that? By the, the way, the over-under in that game is 66 and a half. I don't know where you got 74. No, I was just. Oh, you just out made that number. up. Yeah, yeah. It's sixty-six and a half is the over. That's the that's the over/under, yeah. and I would bet my ability to have fun for the rest of my life on that. Right, just throwing that out there. No, I was just throwing out a number because I think this could be over eighty. Right, very well could be. <laughs> right, it could be a forty-five, forty-three game. Very well could how be. You reach but now, those numbers, but, but. The, the reason that I mentioned that again here is that if Carolina beats Notre Dame, like I think they're going to. Then it throws the whole playoff into chaos. And now the committee has to yeah. put rubber to the road because Notre Dame will get boat raced by Clemson in the, in the ACC title game. Mm -hmm. oh. No doubt. There's, there's zero doubt in my mind about that. Right. All right, so Notre Dame walks in with two losses. They're, they're out. All right, so we got Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State's going to be in there. I just need to mentally prepare myself for that. Who's four? Now what do we do? Do you give it to A&M, who doesn't play in their conference championship game, but they only have one loss, and they had the best win on the board because they beat Florida? That's going to be the highest-ranked team that has a loss mm -hmm. is Florida, who will then get the shit beat out of them for a, uh, by, by Alabama, and they will be out. Yeah. So do you give it to A&M, do you give it to BYU, or do you give it to Cincinnati? BYU. Or do you give it to Oregon? That's who I'm afraid of. I'm afraid Oregon can beat six nobodies and slide in, and it will be a mockery of the process. And and, and I and people like me, I, I will not watch it out of spite. Well, we may have a play-in game. We may have like a college football play-in game. They're not they adding get a game. They're, oh, not, I, they're not adding a game. Oregon's not adding a game. No, 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 no. They're not adding a game to. No, I'm not oh, talking oh, about I to know, the structure. I, I, I know what you're saying. What, what it's I'm saying is, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because it'd be stupid. Okay. I know exactly where you're headed. That that Ohio State could, because Ohio State and Oregon had each other on schedule, and they had to cancel it because of the Rona. Why would they play it? Why? What good can that do? You're both more than likely going to be in because they're going to favor a a, a Pac-12 champion over the Mountain West champion or an independent that can't play in a conference title game, mm -hmm. or the the American champion or an independent that can't play in a title game. Especially if the Rose Bowl is one of those. Or they can have a traditional yeah. Rose Bowl game. Well, what, no, what I have heard is that Oregon wants to get another game on their of schedule. Of course they do. It's not going to be Ohio State. No, it's BYU, BYU is the oh. one that they're talking about. Oh. And if BYU plays Oregon and BYU can beat Oregon, then we don't have, an, we don't have a conversation anymore. Now, that's interesting. And that becomes a play-in game, essentially. And and that and that's interesting, but I don't see any reason that, that Oregon would do it. I don't either. I, I don't know why I don't Oregon see why you would, would take do that game. I mean, it's stupid. Right. At this point, it's hubris. And, and you would get beat, in my opinion. Unless you just feel that the the you know the committee is not going to go with you with your six games. And so and they we have to have a prove-it game. And they let's shouldn't. take the shot on BYU because it's the only one. And here's game. the thing. You, you want the unpopular opinion that some people are going to gristle at? Cool. 
Uh, the, to me, the Big Ten and the, and the uh, Pac-12, I, I don't give a damn if you win every game by 70. Mm-hmm. You're not getting in for me. You're not. You're not. I'm going to prove a point of Kevin Warren and, and um, Larry Scott. Mm-hmm. You thought you could unilaterally force our hand. I'm, gonna, I'm going to prove a point of this is why we do things as a group. This is why we do things as the NCAA. You don't do it individually, and I'm going to punish your, I'm, I'm gonna punish your team for it, period. Mm-hmm. And there is not a snowball's chance in the hell you would get me to approve a playoff with Ohio State or Oregon in it. I don't give a damn what they do. Mm-hmm. Unless every team I just mentioned loses. Yeah. Then it's a moot point. Yeah. Um, I know we don't really want to go down this path, but I think we have to. I don't like where this is headed. I'm sorry. I. Because here's the thing. The media swell is starting again uh-huh. about we need to shut it down. All of the talk over the past few days has been about college basketball teams shutting down their programs. Tennessee's coach Rick Barnes tested positive. Tennessee shuts down their program for two weeks. Uh, you had Scott Drew at Baylor test positive. They've, they've now pulled out of the Empire Classic that they were going to go to at the Mohegan Sun. Uh, first it was Arizona State pulled out because Baylor's coach tested positive and that's who they were supposed to play. And then Baylor said, no, we'll, we'll step out so you can play, which made a whole lot more sense. You had Duke has now had to cancel their opening game against Gardner-Webb because the Gardner-Webb program had a, te- a positive test. It's going. It's it's starting to snowball again mm-hmm. as the cases increase. Which was and predictable now, as of, of course it was, and I'm not saying it wasn't. It's how the flu works. Now, it's how the flu works. Mm-hmm, but now the media and public pressure is getting so much, I'm wondering whether or not we have an actual serious debate about pushing off the college basketball season. Can't. It's supposed to start tomorrow. Yeah, it can't you can't. You you can't. I, I, I love people that, that live in this fairy tale fucking universe of well, we can just kick the can down the road. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna keep doing that. Let's just keep kicking the can down the road. Do you know what that leads to? Do do you understand what that leads to? Exactly what I just said about Ohio State and exactly what I just said about Oregon. And you have no players that have had any long term side effects I dare you to find me one. I, I, I'll dare you. Send it to me. We've had over 1,500 cases of active D1 NCAA institution school players. That's just what's been reported. It's probably three times that. Not one person has had a long-term side effect of this. And this is what we're worried about. And the fact that we get all these people that say, Oh, well, what about your grandmother? Then stay away from her! It's not that hard! I'm a 33-year-old man that the oldest person I come in contact with on a daily basis is 50. It's not that fucking hard. And I don't understand, and, and I can't for the life of me understand why this is so hard for people to wrap their heads around. These are college basketball players. They're in, in, just, in ridiculous shape. And if you don't understand that, really look at what you're watching when you watch a college basketball game. And yet we just keep in a cycle going down this rabbit hole. Of It's not going to go away. There's nothing you can do to make this go away. So we can sit here with, in a closet with our thumb in our mouth as long as you want to. But it's been a fucking year. It has been a year. By the time this college basketball season's over, it will have been a year of your life. Mm-hmm. That we have just gone, oh, we're, we're scared of the boogeyman. We're scared of the shit in the closet that we've limitedly seen. It's just it's, the fact that we just constantly talk about this with college sports blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It, it blows my ever looking mind. Well, it's because they're not professionals, and we have. To and I do not look players. older than Jay Wright. Damn it! 
What? Patrick Holt's been on this bender for six months that I look older than Jay Wright. And the fact that I kind of think he's right bothers me to such a point that I have to defend myself because Jay Wright's almost old enough to be my dad. Uh-huh. I don't know that he's wrong. Uh, <clears throat> but going back to the, to the discussion, you have to push forward. You have to. They have already said we have to have a college basketball season. We cannot miss the tournament again or this all crumbles. Or it's all done. Yeah. It's all done. Yeah, it all crumbles. They will push forward, um, but I hope everybody just has, you know, I hope everybody has their expectations a little tempered for what we're about to embark yeah. on in college basketball because there will not be a single team in college basketball that plays all of their games. No. There will not be a single college basketball program that is not affected by this coronavirus. We have to get to the tournament in March. That's it. Yep. Nothing else matters. Absolutely. Nothing. If you play 10 regular season games, cool. Yep. We'll figure it out. The idea of having all these teams in one location in Indianapolis is stupid. stupid. Mike Krzyzewski just said it. Yeah. He just echoed verbatim what I said on this show. Yep. It's stupid. But you at some point have to – the embarrassing part of this is the NCAA has this much money that gets filtered into all this shit yeah. through its membership institutions, and you cannot figure this out. The NFL's figured it out. The NBA figured it out. Major League Baseball figured it out. Hell, soccer figured it out. And somehow, the NCAA, which is one of the biggest institutions in the country, you can't figure this out. And that's why your model is broken. Yeah. When you, I mean, really think about what we're talking about in, in, in college football here. You're going to have standings at the end of the year where a team in BYU's played 11 games. Yeah. And you're going to have a team in Oregon that's played six. Do you realize how patently absurd that is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just absurd. Because you have no direction whatsoever. And so you wonder why somebody like Adam Silver comes in and says, we'll start doing this G League premiere, this G League select shit. Why? Because they don't have any faith in you. They don't have any faith that you can make a decision, and this pandemic is what has confirmed all of it. Yeah. And, and guess what? You know who's next? And, and I'm telling you, you mark my words that I'm right on this. The NFL's next. The NFL's next. I promise you they're next. Because they're going to look at Dwayne Johnson, who owns the XFL, and go, we trust that guy. That guy's smart. That guy's got a ton of money, and that guy will do what we ask him to do. He'll play ball because it makes sense for him business-wise. Mm-hmm. You mark my words. Create a feeder program and take it take it out of the hands of the NCAA. Yep. Absolutely. And then we don't have to deal with it. All of the bullshit goes away. We've got, you know, we can expand that league to however many teams we want to. College will still exist, but you're going to have the same problem in, in, in the NFL that you've had in the NBA that you're going to have guys that are going to bail ship and go to the XFL because they trust the model there and they don't trust the NCAA. Mm-hmm. Because the NCAA hasn't done anything in the last 12 months that would that would put any form of faith in them. I mean, I'll tell you straight up, as, as a parent, if I had a kid that was going into college right now to put to as a high-level recruit, I would consider every avenue that did not involve the NCAA. Whether that's the G League, what, whatever it is, I would consider it all because this has been a joke. And now we're the day before basketball starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how many games have already been canceled in men's college basketball? It's 168. Oh my god. We haven't played one yet. I mean, that's that's embarrassingly bad. Mm-hmm. And you think that this is going to work? 
you, you remember how I told you that when you said the thing about Indianapolis and I said, well, we can all live in this rainbow yeah, yeah. unicorn universe, but it's not the world we live in. Mm -hmm. That's what I was talking about. Right. Exactly what has happened is exactly what I was trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. You got 18, 19, 20 year old kids and you don't seem to have a whole lot of leadership. Yeah. But you know, but, but have you noticed, have you noticed who hasn't had any tests and had any confirmed positive? Carolina hadn't. Duke hadn't. Kentucky hadn't. Florida State hadn't. I keep going. Why? Because they're competing more. for a national title and they care more. They care. And the, the the leadership of Mike Krzyzewski and Roy Williams and Leonard Hamilton, and I, 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 mean, I could keep doing this for quite some time because there are a ton of great men that are great college basketball coaches, coaches and great leaders of men. And you know what they do? They've sat in these kids' living rooms, they've looked at the parents and they said, I'm going to take care of your kid. And now there's a pandemic and all this other shit and they, and then, and they huddle these guys together and they say, you know what? We're going to do this the right way. The rest of the school may not, but we will. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that. Mm -hmm. uh, they know what's on the line. Uh, and at other schools, it's not that big of a no, deal. No, it just doesn't matter. Right. You know, you, you, you're, you're a, a, an eighth man for the tenth team in the Big South. I mean, you're playing because you enjoy playing basketball. You don't have aspirations to play in the NBA. You don't have aspirations to play in the NCAA tournament because you know you're not going to. So when the so when a party shows up on Friday night and, and coach says, "Oh, you shouldn't go," oh, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I'm gonna go because I'm an 18, 19, 20 year old kid, and that's what I've said the whole damn time. Right. And college football did nothing but confirm it. Mm -hmm. Take said earlier, like it's different with college basketball if two guys get it. You know what I mean? Two, three oh, guys yeah. get out of your team. You can survive in football with five or six guys getting it and just, you know, you got 72 guys on the on the roster or whatever it is. You know, Basketball is a bit different. You get three guys that get the coronavirus and contact tracing takes out another three, but you're done. You got to shut it down. And you're going to have to shut it down for a while. And that's the problem. You got two games scheduled every week. Shut it down for two weeks, you miss four games. I mean, you that's, have to do that that's more than once with the other six guys that get it. And, you know, and, four, I mean, Scott, ben, Scott ben Pelt did this. This was the one big thing last night. What's the plan? We don't have one. Yeah. No. Straight up, we don't have one. There is no plan. And, and, and I've, been, I, I've been championing this cause for, what, two years now that the NCAA model is so broken that I don't know that we can ever get back. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I'm still there, and, I, and I'm more so now than I ever have been. This is the time that whether it's Mark Emmert or whoever from the NCAA needs to step up and go, you know what, we're going to do this unilaterally. And if you don't adhere to it, we'll just do, you don't get to play. Period. You don't get to play, period. If you can't adhere to this, you don't get to play. And, and I think some of these protocols are absolutely asinine. We had college football players wearing masks on a field. Do you know how many cases there have been of transmission of this virus in all college sports? Do you know I me mean, that, that they can prove that's how it was transmitted? On the field? Zero. zero. It's zero. Not one. I need to go punch something or, <laughs> put, or put my head through a wall or something. Jeremy says it's smoke break time. Oh. It's, it's going to be something we're going to have to deal with. Uh, oh, and I'm going to be as fired up about this this afternoon as I am right, right. now. I that's, promise. That's what I'm saying. It's going to get worse and worse. We're going to have more teams canceling games, more teams pulling out of these preseason basketball tournaments. I'm surprised nothing has uh, come out about the Maui yet. Uh, that's going to be right here in Asheville next week. But so far, we've got all those teams are – coming as far as we know and we'll see uh college basketball season is tipping off tomorrow
and many teams are going to be behind the eight ball already having to miss three and four of their opening games nobody's playing a full schedule this year i think we all just need to wrap our heads around it but uh again we have to go back we, we have to go back to the conversations that we were having about college football and Jim Harbaugh said, we have to find a way. He's really regretting that now. Uh, but we have to find a way to live with the virus. The virus is part of our culture now. It is yep. always going to be around. The vaccines are coming out. Uh, try not to be as, uh, you know, just watch your, watch your step. Take responsibility for yourself, and everybody has to do it. And if we can't get everybody, you know, you're never going to get everybody uh, to play along but you gotta have to manage it the best you can and i don't think there's a program in the country that's not going to deal with it uh at some point we'll be with you this afternoon on espn Asheville, 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 here in the Asheville area heard everywhere on the iheart radio app three to five every weekday afternoon the sports tank with jeremy green be sure to like share and follow the sportsocracy right here and uh, on all of the social medias and we'll be back here tomorrow morning Pa 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 pa